Well, what is up, podcast universe? This is the Not Allowed Podcast, and I'm Ryan. This is the place where each week we take a deep dive into Jesus's hot take on faith, church, and pop culture. Today we have a special episode. I'm joined by Jared. Yes. And uh, we are following up on our Taking Porn Seriously um, episode, or the truth about porn, yeah. and um, coming up with what... What did we call it? The practical, practical porn. <laughs> practical porn. Um, it's a lot better than it sounds. <laughs> well, we felt uh, like it needed to follow up. Yeah. Of some practical ways to, you know, maybe start moving away from. Yeah. So the ladies are sitting this one out because yeah. they felt like they didn't really have any much to, much, <laughs> much to much offer. To offer. Yeah. Um, so it's just me and Jared today, and we want to go through practical steps in quitting porn and what i want to do is go through um kind of chronologically Mm -hmm. what you need to do Mm -hmm. um but first why do you think porn is so hard to quit jared i think it's because like we talked about last time it's it's rewires your brain so much that anything that does that to you anything that becomes part of the fabric of who you are and is actually changing brain chemistry. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. Anything that gets that deep is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so with it linked and connected that deeply, yeah. Um, it's it's going to take some intentional, you know, yeah. intentional things being implemented. For sure. You're not just going to drift away from right. something like this. You're no. not going to drift into being a different person. Yeah. It's going to have to be intentional, you know, I guess just really just like anything else. Like if you were going to commit to losing weight or mm-hmm. it's any, anything that has a hold on you like this and has become mm-hmm. an addiction. Yeah. It's going to take intentionality. You're not yeah. going to drift into change. Right. So I would imagine we could probably apply most of these principles today to anything. You yes. Know, that in yeah. some way breaking you know, free from porn. Yeah. The, the majority of the, Websites that are trying to help you break free from porn, it, they treat it just like a an addiction, right? Kind of like get into AA type thing, right? Um, treatment options. Now, last time I checked, this could be this could have changed, but porn addiction is not a recognized addiction yeah. by the um, what is that? The psychological or the medical community, right? Um, but uh, people are definitely arguing that it should be. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that will change because you can't you can't go for um, porn addiction um, and get help uh, and get help to pay for it by um, right insurance or anything like that. Right. As right. opposed to like if you were. I don't think on the you know, global scale <laughs> it's seen as that serious yeah. yet. Um, hopefully it can move in that direction. Yeah. I would think that. If it wasn't this serious, it would be easier to quit doing. Oh yeah. So anything that's yeah. this hard to stop doing, yeah, it needs to be taken a bit more seriously. Yeah, I think some other reasons it's so hard to quit is um, there's something about sexual sin that you know the Bible kind of hints at that sexual sin is kind of different, different yeah. than other sins because it it cuts to the soul. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the verses right now. Well, but it's like the Apostle Paul is always like when it comes to this one, you run. Right. You know, don't walk away slowly. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. don't try and negotiate with this one. When it comes to this sin, you run in the opposite direction. Yeah. So he he talks a lot about that and just how to control your passions. Mm-hmm. I think because he knew desire in us is so strong that it can overcome the spiritual part of us and yeah. what it wants. You know, he has that famous thing, and I think it's Roman. Romans 11 or 7, 1, where he's like, the things I want to do, I don't do. Absolutely. And the things I don't want to do, I do. Yeah. This is one of those things where you can really want to escape it. Absolutely. But be bound to it so much yeah. that it's nearly impossible. Yeah. I, that resonates so much with me because um, in high school, when I was deep into pornography, um, I felt that so much. Yeah. I did not want to do this, but I it was a compulsion. It was an addiction. Yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. I was going to do it. Um, and some other reasons I think it's difficult is because people don't see it as that big of a deal. 
Yeah, that doesn't help. The world definitely doesn't see it as a big a deal. Um, You know, we can uh, universally agree, Christians and non-Christians, that drug addiction is bad. Right. Doing meth is not good for you. Um, Cocaine is not good for you. Uh, But there's people out there that argue that porn is good for your health, for sexual health. Um, There's articles that argue that porn... Um, decreases sexual violence Mm. um, and different things of that nature. Um, But those studies don't really go into the intricacies of what porn really, really does Mm -hmm. um, to someone. Well, Uh, even I was going to say too, like the church hasn't, and we might've hit on this a little bit in the last episode, but you know, when you're growing up in the church, especially in the Bible belt, you hear, all kind of stuff about um, don't do drugs, don't have sex, you know, don't, you know, what's that? What's the, the Southern thing? Don't, um, don't, <laughs> don't smoke, have sex or chew and don't date anyone that, that do. Don't. I don't know what the, <laughs> I've never like heard something. that. I've never it's, heard that. I don't know what it is, but it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but it's like, we heard all that. We heard those yeah. lists, but I don't, I'm trying to think of like how many times, you know, growing up, being in youth ministry, being in the church, mm-hmm. that I ever heard porn mentioned. Really? And it's, I think it was few and far between. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, I don't know if it was just taboo, if it was a hidden yeah. thing, it was shameful to even right. say the word, but not hearing about it in the church world and then having support from the the world, mm-hmm. it kind of made it a thing where, well, if you're not talking about it and it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. It just helped. It helps us to stay hidden. Yes, you know, for sure. It, it doesn't offer definitely a way of escape. Yeah. You know? So that kind of did a disservice to us. Yeah, as well. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't, I know we talked about porn a little bit in my youth group. Uh, I don't think definitely not enough mm-hmm. um, for how big of a problem it is. Yeah. Uh, we t- definitely talked about don't have sex. Right. Um, don't drink. Don't do drugs. Uh, but porn was kind of the outlier, I guess. Right. Um, and I definitely never, ever heard it talked in a sermon no. uh, from the lead pastor. Oh, no. I've never heard it from a You would never hear that mentioned. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll, they'll talk about homosexual, you know, yeah, like, homosexuality all day. Like, but when you, when it well, came to porn, you know, was, we kind of do that. We kind of talk about the sins that are not happening in our church, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so we can point to the outside, but yeah. it's like, you know, how many sermons have you heard on gossip? Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't we talk about stuff that's really prevalent in this room? Right. <laughs> instead of just pointing to the, you yeah. know, what was it like? 64% of Christian men admitted to, and that's just who admitted to admitted. It's still a shameful thing. To so, even you talk know, there's about. more people that didn't admit yes, to it. Absolutely. Um, that looked at porn at least once a month. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to the first step in quitting pornography. And that is you have to want to quit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what else really goes with that, but you can't quit something if you don't want to quit it. No, it's, you have to have at least that internal yeah. motivation of, I don't like this. Yeah. I would like to be different than this. Right. Um, and just like we talked about, like I remember when I was struggling with it, I remember having that. I yeah. remember having the war. It was a war. In yeah, me. absolutely. I did not like it. I yeah. didn't like being this, you know, this mm-hmm. way and being so, so um, bound by something that it almost you know, it almost took away my will because it was like, it almost at some points felt like I didn't have a choice. Like right. it was something I was bound to. Yeah. And it was hard to get away. But I would imagine that if you don't have a desire yeah. to, to want to be different, then right. it's going to be hard. So that's what we talked about in the first episode, mm-hmm. hopefully was a lot of reasons to feel to why you need, yes, why you should want to quit, right? Yeah, and I would say, I, because I see the person in my mind that got caught and they're quitting because their spouse or significant other wants them to quit, and that's still not enough. You don't really want to quit, yeah. Um, it has to be this deep thing, and you know, if you haven't listened to the last episode where we talk about 
um, all the uh, spiritual reasons, but there's tons of physical, yeah, mental, you, yes. and um, you wouldn't even societal need the spiritual reasons. reasons. You could leave Absolutely. that if you're not a Jesus follower, you could just leave that off and still have an abundance yeah. of reasons why yeah. this can't be. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. the sex slaves trade. Right. Like, <laughs> yes. come on now. That's right. Come on, yeah. let's do this. Um, step two sounds a lot um, kind of similar, but you have to be willing to try a different way. Uh, you have to be able to admit that you can't do it on your own. Yeah. And I think this is hard for dudes. It is because we think we don't need the help. We think right. we can manhandle it. I can just choose not to. Mm-hmm. I can just, you know, do a 180 and walk a different way. Yeah. It's impossible. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I maybe it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard a story yet where there wasn't accountability and Absolutely. some outside uh, support. It's just yeah. hard. It's, I tried for a couple of years to just quit on my own, not yeah, me too. telling anybody. Me too. Um, it never worked. Yeah, it doesn't. I quit that morning and I was back to it that evening. Well, God hasn't even designed us to, to work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I always bring up the scriptures that say, you know, that if you, if you go to God, you know, with these things, if you, you know, repent, turn away from sin, God will forgive you. It, it says that it's clear yeah. about that in scripture, but there's another scripture that says that, um, when you go to each other, when you invite another person in, mm-hmm. you know, and share what's going on, then you find healing. So right. you go to God, you get forgiveness. But when you go to someone and invite accountability into your life, mm-hmm. there's healing. It's different. There's forgiveness, but then there's healing and we want healing. Yes. God will forgive it every time. Absolutely. I believe he did Absolutely. because Lord knows I repented yeah. every time. Absolutely. And I believe God forgave me every time, but healing didn't come until I invited some support yeah. into my life. Yeah. So I can remember um, a point I was probably in the 10th grade and I'd been looking at porn. I mean, every day, maybe multiple times a day, probably multiple, multiple times a day. Um, and I was standing in the living room like watching TV or something. And I don't even remember what happened, but all this, like this weight came just crashing on me. And I went, I had to like just run to my bedroom and I just collapsed mm. um, on my knees mm-hmm. on the bed and was just sobbing. Cause I was so just ashamed of what I'd been doing. And you know what? <laughs> that it didn't change. You know, um, I still went back to the porn. I have similar stories. I remember I didn't have anybody. I wasn't sure. The same events as just breaking down. And I remember, I remember being honest with God saying, God, I don't know how Mm -hmm. you're able to forgive me. I know. Yeah. If, when I come to you with this so often, yeah, I don't know how you're able to do it. And there was a point where I thought some of that grace was running out Mm. just because of what I, you know, what I had been taught about God, you know, at that time. So Thankfully, that got corrected. Now, I, I know that God is good and gracious all yeah. the time, but healing still didn't come until I tried a different way. And I think you're right. The different way is not doing it on your own. Right. <laughs> yeah. That is the different and that, way. And that is step three is to be brutally, brutally honest with another person. Yes. Um, telling them about your struggle uh, and telling them that you want to be free from this. Um, hopefully it's, there's someone that you, you can trust and that will be, uh, you know, sensitive with that information that they're not going to go spout it to the world. Um, and hopefully there's somebody that it's also not struggling with it. Right. Cause I've been there too. Like I tell somebody and they're like, me too. What kind of porn you like? Yes, like this you know, is not helpful. Like that's not helpful. <laughs> well, that's what. Like I remember the moment that I shared it with someone. Yeah, and to be honest, like it, it, it could be someone extremely trustworthy, mm-hmm. and you're still gonna have a feeling in you that you're about to be exposed. Yeah, it's a big feeling to deal with that you're mm-hmm. fixing to share this because you just expect shame. Yeah. You, ex- you, you, you're already living in it, mm-hmm. but you think it's about to be heaped on you. But the thing is, if you, if you tell the right person, mm-hmm. you will feel instantly 
the burden lifted because yeah. I remember the feeling. I remember what I felt after I said it, after mm-hmm. it came out of my mouth. Just the fact that somebody else knew. Yeah. I instantly felt it not complete, you know, healing. I could walk right. away. It wasn't like, you know, instantaneous. Yeah. But I did feel different. It felt like a like something was different about this mm-hmm. because I invited somebody else into it. Somebody who would be able to look at me, check in on me. Right. You know, and they did week to week, week after week. Hey, how are you doing in this area? Mm-hmm. And just knowing that that person existed. Yeah. Still accepted me. Didn't look at me any different. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the difference that needed that was needed. It yeah. was that was the different way. Yeah, absolutely. Step four, you need to get rid of all your porn. Yes. <laughs> you. <laughs> so that's, I. So yeah, if you have magazines, which I don't know if anybody has magazines anymore. I yeah, know what is that? I don't I mean, mean. You know, um, it's possible. Yeah, it is. Uh, Throw them away, get rid of them, shred them, something. Yeah. Um, if you have it downloaded on your computer, delete it. Uh, but this is hard because, mm. I mean, these these We're connected iPhones to these devices. is it's a mo- it's you can basically call it a, a mobile porn device. Yes, it's iPads and phones and yeah. computers and you know whatever it is that's yeah aiding you in yeah. this. This is where I found getting um, something like Triple X Church or Covenant Eyes downloaded that blocks it and or if you look at it, sends a list of what you looked at to an accountability partner that you set up. Yeah, the person you told, that's who needs to be getting this. Yeah, so these things are, I mean, they're just amazing and we don't have any affiliation with them Uh, and I'm sure there's more. There probably Um, is. I think there's some that are specifically for like, uh, families like with kids that you can set up different things. But, um, I mean, literally like if you look at porn, somebody's, you're going to get an email. And if you try to turn it off, they get an email that you've turned it off. <laughs> so they know you were looking at something that you should. That's good. Yeah. That's what we need. Absolutely. And I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, like we have this, we have this scriptural thing with Jesus saying, um, if it's your right hand that causes you to sin, cut it off. Mm-hmm. And it, that's not like a literal thing. Jesus was saying, he was saying, whatever is aiding you yeah. in being this way, yeah. you have to get rid of it. Yeah. And I'm even thinking, um, you know, for some of us, it might, I don't think it actually means going and throwing your computer away. Yeah. Although just, you got to be led by God I mean, when hey, it comes to that. Sometimes you yeah. need something drastic, but like it could be the location of things. Like I know some people have computers in back offices mm-hmm. and stuff get that thing out into the family area, get that thing out where people are. Right. Maybe it's leaving the iPad at work not bringing it home. Yeah. And I'm thinking also you have to get rid of the opportunities Mm -hmm. too. So if, if you know you're about to be alone for a couple hours at home, absolutely. This is maybe we need to start planning things like, Hey, you want to go out to, you know, you want to go run, you want to go to the park. Like, well, I don't know what it is. You want to go to the gym. Like, that that is exactly what I had to do, and I can remember a story um, from uh, my youth pastor. I can't remember who this was, uh, but he said uh, that at one point um, these students—I think it was another youth pastor—that told him these these two students walked into his office and handed him the power cord to their computer. <laughs> Just hand it to him. I walked out. That's good. Didn't say anything. I love, it. I love that. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean. I had to do that. I had to, uh, like, if I knew I was going to be alone, uh, call somebody and say, "Hey, I, I'm alone. I really want to look at porn. Yeah, let's just talk." Yes. Um, and so having somebody that you can do that with, having somebody that you can go, "Hey, um, let's go." get some coffee. Let's head to the Starbucks or something. You know, you just, and you know, you know, the, the times that it's, you're the most susceptible to doing Mm -hmm. this. You've got to fill that, fill the space with something else. You can't, you know, you can't be alone, you know, for hours and you, you can't, you know, you've got to stay in the light. Yeah. However, whatever that means, you have to stay in the light. Yeah. So I, I know that, I mean, I've been very open with Carissa, my wife, about my struggles with pornography. 
Um, and luckily I'm so thankful that I was able to break free from that before we got married Mm. because I think it was a lot easier maybe because I didn't have to worry about somebody that I was hurting at the time. So it was easier to come clean about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so the perspective that I don't have is breaking a porn habit while in a marriage yeah. And I think that's going to be a lot harder. I do too. For someone. I do too. Because they don't want to hurt their significant other. Right. Right? Yes. I do think it would be harder. Yeah. Um I didn't struggle with it much after marriage either. Yeah. Although there was a, a some issues but not this continual hurting, you yeah. know, that was happening. And I think you know that's where I would invite a counselor into the situation, help somebody express, you know, help somebody Mm -hmm. talk, you know, help you talk through it to your significant other. I mean, I I know not all guys are adapt at using words and things. Absolutely not. (laughs) So (laughs) sometimes counselors can be that middle man or woman to help you just stay in a safe environment Absolutely. not let things get too heated, not let things get to a place where, you know, there's hurt that doesn't need to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think wives need someone on their side to help them understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it, it, it sounds different when I, when I'm the person who struggles with it, trying mm-hmm. to help you understand mm-hmm. that doesn't always come across right. Uh, yeah. You know, no, if I'm doesn't. the one struggling, trying to school you on yeah. how to understand me mm-hmm. that all, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work all the time. Right. Maybe to have a professional help in that mm-hmm. area. Hey, here's what it's like to be addicted to porn. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's dealing with. Yeah. Here's how you can help. Here's what you need to know. This is not about you. Yeah. This is deeper than you. Yeah. This is this is a deeper. If you weren't here, this struggle would still be happening. Right. You. So there's a lot that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And I know guys might have a hard time saying all of it. Absolutely. So a counselor. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. A pastor. So I, I mean, somebody. Yeah. Little moment of vulnerability. I just signed up for uh, BetterHelp okay. uh, for some other things, yeah. some um, you know anxieties that I've been having, some just struggles that I've been. I need you to send me that with. link. I was thinking about and um, it's super affordable. Mm-hmm. A hundred, like you can get, um, you know, like if you're lower income, you just put your income in there and they adjust. Okay. The payments. Well, so helpful. it's like 180 bucks for a month. Yeah, and you get unlimited access to them. Right. Well, I think guys like just, need to know that this is okay because this is right. this could be a whole other episode. Oh, man, of why I guys, was just thinking that I was like, <laughs> yeah, do we need to get into that? Maybe like, I, I mean, wish it, it was needs a whole episode, but for right now, it's just it's okay to have a counselor. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, and I know it's like mm. not cool for guys to have feelings and all the all that. Like yeah. you know, I've been told that before. We, oh yeah, we've heard guys oh, tell man. us, "I'm a dude. I don't." Feel anything? I don't have feelings. That's Jared. not true. Yeah, that's not true. And honestly, we need more help to understand it yeah. than than ladies. Yeah, we need more help. And that, so, honestly, that is why I signed up for better help because I'm having these feelings. I'm having these frustrations. And Chris is like, "Well, what is it?" And I'm like, "I have no clue." Right. Yes. And that makes it. It made it worse. It does. You know? And so I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Uh, it's time to, it's time to quit making excuses, thinking that I'm going to, you know, be fine because right. most of the time I'm fine, but yeah, it's our pride and our ego. You yeah. have to let go of that. And counselors are good, mm-hmm. good things. I've, I've had multiple counselors in the past and each one was just what I needed in that season. I remember finding incredible relief from talking through things and understanding why I was feeling a certain way. And so we need to get past this stigmatism Mm -hmm. that guys have to avoid counselors at all costs. So that's not the truth. You're stronger. You're a stronger person. Right. When you use these things, you're not a weaker person. You're a stronger person. Absolutely. So we've kind of wrapped up the next three steps of getting, uh, what was the porn. formal titles of those? Did we, so, uh, step five, you need to block porn from coming in. We talked about That's the porn right. blockers. Yep. Step six, you need a friend to stay, help you stay on track. Yes. Uh, so 
an accountability partner. Right. Um, I want to, we, and we touched on this that I want to get into is identifying your triggers. Mm-hmm. You said being alone is a huge one. Yes. Cause I know in high school, anytime I was alone, nobody Born was on, in the house. Yeah. I'm going to be, that's right. Looking at porn. Yep. That was, I remember that being a big deal. If I knew there yeah. was going to be a couple hours mm-hmm. and nobody was going to be home and you know, Lord knows I didn't, I wasn't going to have nothing else to do. Like it, there wasn't anything to do, you know? Yeah. And when you're in a place like that, when you know, you know when you're going to be vulnerable. Yeah. So you need to fill the space. Yeah. So. Absolutely. That was definitely a trigger. I don't know. I think if somebody's struggling with this in marriage, I'm sure that stress from work <clears throat> or stress in the, in the relationship. Yeah. Um, could be a trigger mm-hmm. and can send you back. Into Absolutely. That. So, Stress was a big thing in high school for me. I know like if I had a big game coming up, a way for me to relax yeah. and not be stressed about it was to look at porn. Well, see, that's and this is why we need the counselor situation brought back yeah. into view is because sometimes porn is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the problem. Mm. Sometimes it's it's a it's a peripheral yeah. part of the problem and if we could get some relief in that work area that mm-hmm. that relationship area it we might find the freedom we need over yeah. here um it's all tied together these are not little nice little compartments right. that you know we can deal with separately yeah. they're all tied together mm-hmm. and so we need somebody to help us untangle those knots yeah and then we might actually see the yeah. freedom that we want yeah. that we really really want right so I'm going to bring up what I've been dreading to bring up this whole time is porn as a from sexual frustration from yeah. you need a release. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so obviously this is different in pre-marriage and marriage or right. okay, so a little context I was not sexually active when I was looking at porn. I was not either. Um, and so I guess as a workaround, I would say, well, I guess it's better that I'm looking at porn of than course. having sex with yeah, that was always different the girls. Like, yeah, that was the little thing in my mind was like, is it, um, at least it's not. What- okay, so let's talk to the 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 Christian uh, male who's Christian male, not married yet, who's not married yet. Okay. They obviously still have sexual urges. Yes. <laughs> what do they do with that? Oh. Is it better? Is it better to look at porn or better to have sex with a random, a rent, or a even random, a well-known or, person, or your 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 girlfriend, right, or a or friend with benefits? Yeah. I don't. Um, well, I would definitely say that it's. None of that's a good option. Right. <laughs> so that's why I love the third. I, I thought you were going to bring up. There's a third option. Yeah, we've got it. When <laughs> when both when you're when you have two options before you and neither one seems that great, there's got to be a third way. Yeah. And so we have to discover that here because the thing that we can't do anymore is act like it's not a problem. Yeah. Act like you can just you know forget about it and it goes away. Right. If this is a part of our biology. And yeah. so we have to address it and figure out how we're going to deal with this in yeah. a healthy way and not, um, and not cross a line that God doesn't want us to cross. Yeah. Not because he doesn't want us happy, but because this is the best thing for us. There's a much better thing for us. Yeah. Now I, I can remember reading, um, in a small group, every young man's battle. Did you ever read that? I'm familiar with the and book, it, but it, we didn't never get into about, it. talks about, it's actually gotten some flack recently for its way it kind of portrays okay. women. Yeah. Um, I would love to get into that too, maybe on a later podcast. Uh, but uh, the issues that people have in with it is that it still reinforces that women as objects. And yeah. I don't remember that when I was reading it, but I was going through reading this article and I can try to find it and link to it in the show notes. Um, but it kind of said these things and I was like, wow, I don't remember it saying that that's some crazy stuff. Kind of yeah. like 
it kind of puts the 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 um, responsibility on women to be more modest. Modest, okay. And I want to say, it don't matter how modest no. a woman is. No, this takes me back to like youth group and everybody's got to wear dark t-shirts. It's like... In the pool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have imaginations and... Oh, yeah. You know, and it, it doesn't take much. No, so no. So it should not uh, be... Yeah. It shouldn't be put wholly on, you know... Yeah. But I can remember in that book, getting back to what I was saying, I can remember in that book it t- talking about like if you don't masturbate f- for long enough, um, you'll have a wet dream and that's how you'll get your sexual release. And I can remember, okay, oh. I'll, I'll give this a try. And it never happened. I mean, I went a really long time right. and that never happened. And I was just this ball of aggression. <laughs> um <laughs> And I don't know if you want to talk about this. We can leave some room to edit it out. But <laughs> masturbation without pornography. Yes. Is the only way. Is that <laughs> some people will say you shouldn't do it at all. Right. What I know that we have we've talked about some stuff. Yeah. Pertaining to this. Yeah. And uh, we kind of had differing views. Right. Um, so I think that. God is completely fine with you masturbating without porn. Right. Or, and when I say porn, I mean anyone that's not your spouse. Right. And you kind of had a different, do you want to share that? Yeah. Well, I was, I mean, I've since, because of the confusion around it, which for me is just, you know, a mix of what I've heard and also, the lack of the lack of support in the Bible that I'm looking for, yeah. you know? So I would say that there is definitely, there's definitely some black and white areas, Yeah. but then there's this gray area where if you're going to find yourself anywhere, it needs to be in this area. Right. Okay. okay. I like so that. I would say that I would put that in the gray area mm-hmm. where I know what we don't need to do. Yeah. And I know that's porn and I know that's having sex outside of marriage with somebody that's mm-hmm. not our mm-hmm. our husband, that's not our wife. Yeah. Um but there there's this gray area which I would put that into. Mm-hmm. And I would also I think um I would kind of go with this version of which I feel like the apostle Paul did somewhere. I would say Whatever, whatever grace God's given you in this area, use it. Hmm. So if God's given you enough grace to have self-control hmm. and to, to not do it, yeah. then... Yeah, let's hang out on that real quick because it is a fact that the more you masturbate, the, the stronger your sex, sexual appetite gets. Right. So if you're doing it every day... You're building this You're building muscle. this appetite... Yes. <laughs> For that. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, keep going. No, and that that's that's good. So, like, I just feel like if God's given you the grace, self-control is a gift of the Spirit. So, absolutely. like, if God's given you the grace to do that, do mm-hmm. that. But you need to know where the ceiling is, too. Mm-hmm. So, that's the floor. Self-control is the floor. Yeah. But the ceiling is the, is the things we're not going to let ourselves do. Mm-hmm. And I would say anything that's in between the floor and the ceiling is where we can live, you know, it's where we can exist and how you, how you break that down of what is acceptable, Mm -hmm. um, I think is the only area you can be in. Mm -hmm. So, because the thing we have to to deal with is the fact that it's reality. It's Mm -hmm. not something we're getting away from. It's biology. It's built into us and we have God over here too. Mm -hmm. And some expectations that he has, Mm -hmm. But I do feel like it's one of those things that you have to know. You have to know who you are. God's built each of us differently. Yeah. And you were a ball of aggression and you, you say that, that it's a real feeling. It's a real thing that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody's going to have the same testosterone you have. So, (laughs) you know, it is, it's different for all of us. So whatever grace God's given you live in it, Mm -hmm. but know where the ceiling is. Mm -hmm. The the floor is self-control. The ceiling is we're not gonna yeah. use porn and we're not right. gonna have sex with yeah people we know or don't know right yeah I I did want to bring up 
Jesus clearly states if you've done these things in your heart, you've done them. Right. Um, so for the person looking at porn, God views it. You've had sex with them, right? Yeah. You've had yeah, sexual relations. You've, com- you've committed Adultery. the sin against them. Yeah. Um, that's just how it is. But, and that's why Jesus did that with everything. Yeah. You know, you, it, it's no, murder is no longer a thing that you do outside of the body. Murder is something you do in your heart every time mm-hmm. you hate somebody. Yeah. The reason Jesus brought all this up, I believe, is because he was trying to show us how inescapable sin is mm-hmm. and how we are going to struggle with it right. all the time. Yeah. It's what we do with it, who we run to with it. Yeah. And it's our heart mm-hmm. behind all of this. Yeah. You know, Paul was at war in Romans when he was saying, uh, the things I want to do, I find hard to do. The things I don't want to do, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. He was at war with it. It was a tension he Absolutely. held on to. And it's a tension we're going to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And it's and this is going to be one of those. Yeah. So. so our hope is that if you're not married, obviously break free from porn before you get married. But yes. that's not realistic. <laughs> um, so let's talk to the married uh I guess let's talk to the man first because we're men. Right. Um, we might have to get a, a woman's perspective on this later on, yeah. but I don't, I don't have a woman in my life that has struggled with this right. that I know of. Um, so let's just talk to the married man um, because obviously it is more of a men's problem. Women do struggle with it, but overwhelmingly yeah. a, an addiction to porn is a man's problem. Mm-hmm. Um Let's talk to the married man for a minute. Uh, who who should they tell first? Should they tell their wife first, or should they tell someone else first? I think that would depend on the relationship. Yeah, wholly. A, a couple things I would that come to mind is where you are in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of communication you've already had yeah. in the relationship are things like this easy to talk about? Yeah. How emotionally healthy is your wife? Mm-hmm. How is she able strong enough emotionally to hear mm-hmm. these things? Um, that all that would come into to play for me. Yeah. Some relationships are extremely healthy, extremely open. The yeah. communication is good. The trust is high. Yeah. And we can, I would say if that's the case though, they're probably not, Looking at porn? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I would hopefully, or maybe it just might be the one area that's still lingering. Yeah, but, yeah that's true. Um, but I would think yeah. maybe no is what yeah, I would say. I would say it, she at least needs to be the second person. Yeah, I mean, she's in the top five for sure. Yeah. Um, first, I would say you need to go to a pastor Yeah. Um, or a, a father figure. Yep. Um. I know we can't all tell our, I feel like I could tell my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't when I was in high school and I kind of regret that now. Right. Like I wish I had talked to him. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. He's, I don't know. He's a super wise guy. So, yeah. um, but I would say that your wife has to be the second person, not just, yeah. not just for you. Yeah. Um, because your wife is obviously going to be the one that's around you the most yeah. and able to keep you accountable. Yes. Uh, but for her as well. Yeah. Like I can imagine like it's not in, fun being in my a, relationship yeah. right now with Carissa. If I told her second, she'd be like, why haven't you told like, why haven't you told me about this? Right. Yeah. Why, why not come to me before it got to, got right. to this. Right. Um, and so that kind of like hurt, like why, why did you feel like you could share this with me right. kind of thing? So I would say she at least need be, needs to be the second. Cause if you come to me and you tell me that you're looking at porn, I'm my, First question, you know, I'm going to say some other things, but my first question is, have you told your spouse? Yeah. Have you told your spouse? Yeah. Um, and actually I, I listened to a podcast called sexy marriage radio and he is, he does counseling and he says, when you come to me and you tell me you have a, a porn problem, I'm going to ask you if you've told your spouse and then I'm gonna give you five days to tell her or I'm going to tell her. Right. It's Yes. Um, that's good too. Cause I feel like it does when you get to that spot where it has, to, you want to deal with it where it has to be dealt with, which yeah. it needs to be as soon as possible. 
I think it needs to be quick how mm-hmm. how fast we get into the light with everybody, you yeah. know, um, that means something to us, especially mm-hmm. our spouse. But the quicker we can get it out there, the faster the relationship yeah. can get to a place of health. Mm-hmm. And I say that because your your wife's going to have feelings about this. Oh, yeah. And for you to Absolutely. bring it up and not expect feelings or expect that her, the feelings need to turn over real mm-hmm. fast back into a good place. That's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they get to have their feelings mm-hmm. and, um, and you have to be gracious and give that to them just yeah. because you're being honest. Doesn't mean there's not going to be some hurt or maybe some, some, something they're going to feel something. Yeah. And so they have to be able to do that and we have to give them the space to do that. Absolutely. But we do have to stay humble the, the entire time mm-hmm. and continually let them know, I want to deal with this because I don't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I want to deal with this because I don't want to hurt our relationship. I want to yeah. deal with this because I don't want this to ruin us and mm-hmm. me and our life together. Yeah. You know, you, you have to reinforce all yeah. of these these things. Yeah. In my mind, I kind of see this going over. And the question I'm going to ask, I already know the answer. Uh, but like um, going over almost like when you, like if you were having an affair. Yeah. Um, especially to, to, I would say most women. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know most women. No, I mean, we don't. But <laughs> I mean, it's that like the feelings you have. But because this is a sexual thing and because in a relationship that desire is met in your partner, mm-hmm. anytime your partner finds out that you've been, you know, doing this with someone else, yeah, whether it was digital or whatever the case, mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit of what the heck. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Right. Why did you need this from somebody else? Mm-hmm. Am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. So all those feelings, all those insecurities are going to come, come to the surface and you know, it's going to be different for each woman and who, where she is, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally and you know, how all, all the things, Yeah. but at some level it's going to feel like betrayal Yeah. at some level. Absolutely. So, and that's though, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a part of this. Yeah. And for all of, for for those of us that are having to to do that, mm-hmm. we just stay humble. Is what yeah. I would say. Stay humble the entire time, mm-hmm. because it, this is your problem. Absolutely. But you are doing the right thing when you tell your spouse. Yeah. And you're doing the right thing, and you're to 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 engage and doing the hard work to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's and another thing I would say is it's not always going to feel like it feels in that first. 24 hours of mm. telling somebody. Yeah. That's just how it has to feel right then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's got, she's got to get there because if she doesn't feel those feelings at the beginning, mm. it's going to come later that. on yep. after you've, you've, you feel like you've gotten over, something. over something, it's going to come back and she's going to start feeling. Those yes. Um, so do what do you, what do you tell the man, the married man who, needs a sexual release and his wife doesn't want to have sex with him. Oh gosh. I know what I would say. I mean, you got to go to counsel. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Like what's wrong with the relationship? Yeah. Let's get to a good place. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is what, like, I'm thinking, in, I don't know which Corinthians, this is like why the apostle Paul even says to get married. He was like, if you can't control your passions, mm-hmm. you need to hurry up and get married. Right. <laughs> because this is the, this is the space you're going to be able to do this in. Yeah. And so when it gets to a place where you can't do it in marriage, then we need to talk because mm-hmm. that's called, that's kind of what this is about. Yeah. You know, I would still say that's no excuse to look at pornography. No, absolutely. <laughs> I think you're making the problem worse when you do that. Yes. There's yeah. a, this is a relational issue mm-hmm. and we need to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. So, but yeah, porn is not the option and sleeping with somebody else is not the option. Yeah. So mm. I know where the ceiling is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Um, I want to hit on this for uh, just a little bit. Uh, studies show that um, when you 
only see one person naked your entire life. Um, your sexual appetite comes to them and their mm. body and their body type. Mm. So as you grow older, and this is why you can marry someone at 21 and be sexually attracted to them. If you're not looking at porn mm -hmm. when you're 70 and wrinkly All right and now. gray. All right now. If you're not distorting your view right with pornography and young women yeah your sexual appetite will m grows ages with you wow yeah look at that yeah that's so if you're having sex so with much one me, person because i'm like all the time i'm like how are they doing this <laughs> that are these people doing this yeah so it's so, because their sexual appetite grows with them right and ages with them yeah that's a beautiful thing so but on the flip side mm. if you don't get out of porn you have this sexual appetite that's growing in the wrong direction and the, that's growing in the wrong direction shoot i'll preach yeah oh my mm -hmm. goodness um so i want to share some stuff that helped me um, get out of porn and I would really encourage you to go back and listen to the last episode um, where we talk about kind of the defining moment um, and I'm going to tease that because I want you to go and listen to it. I'm not going to share it with you. Um, but one thing that helped me um, was to start to pray and I <laughs> and when I hear people say this, it sounds so cliche, Christian cliche, pray for your future spouse. Oh, yeah. But I began to pray that all my sexual uh, energy mm -hmm. um, thirst would be for my spouse. Yeah, I began to pray that prayer. Yeah, and man, God, God delivered. Yeah, and that's something that I prayed early on in our marriage, and I still pray it uh, now that all my sexual energies and um, thirst. Yeah. Whatever you want to say is for Carissa. Yeah. And I really feel like that has really helped me um, love her better. Yeah. Um, and because even if I, if, even if porn wasn't in the, in the equation, I guess that prayer, I don't know. It, it's like, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Go, like go read Song powerful. of Solomon, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I would I would definitely say yeah. taking these things to God is like underrated. Yeah. And extremely powerful. Yes. So and I don't think I think that he wants us to go to him for help with this. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we could think because it's sexual in nature mm -hmm. that God doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Maybe mm -hmm. we were fed that growing up. Yeah. This is so bad that yeah. God really doesn't even like it yeah. anytime. But God wants you to love your wife. Yes. And God love God wants you to yeah. love your husband. It's like God created it. Yeah. God created he, sex. Yeah. He wants you to have a great time. Mm -hmm. And so, and as guys, I, and I feel like women can do the same thing. Pray in that prayer. God, let all my sexual energy and let all my desire mm -hmm. be in this direction yeah. forever and always. I think God will deliver on that. Absolutely. And it'll change your, your life mm -hmm. and your relationship. Yeah. Now so. that doesn't mean, obviously it doesn't mean that you can pray that prayer and then you can go watch. I don't know. No, you can't do <laughs> some yeah. dirty movie yeah, don't and like, expect it to work. Yeah. Don't, don't you got to do your part, your prayer with, you know, all that crap. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, uh, what do you want to leave them with? Oh my goodness. Leave them with the first step. Like, do let's do something about yeah. this. Yeah, let's. This can be the day. Yeah. Let's like you know everybody. You know when they start a new diet, yeah. they're like, I'll take care of it on Monday. Right. Let it. Let it happen today. Yeah, Monday's Absolutely. today. Let's do something today. Yeah. And I don't want this to be a cop out because it doesn't need to be a cop out. But your first time quitting is not going to be your last time quitting. No, I said that last time. Yes, absolutely. And that's not a cop out. By the grace of God, yes, it can be your. Yeah. But. In all reality, don't expect it to be your right. last time, but and don't use that as a right. cop out. What's that? <laughs> like, what's don't use that as a cop out. No. What's the because preacher say? Don't let your slip up be a setback. Right. Exactly. A, that's, let that's, the slip up be yeah, a slip up. That's that's what I wanted to get yeah. at. Is that when you fail, don't because 
I, I did this. I would go three months without looking at porn. And then the first little image that I see, I'm just going to take a head dive yeah. down the rabbit hole right. and look at everything. I, Cause I already looked at this little thing. Right. So I'm going to look at everything. Don't let that be the setback for no, you. Yeah. No, fail forward and keep mm-hmm. doing the hard work and, and let the slip up be the slip up and yeah. keep moving forward. Yep. Don't let it take you back down, mm-hmm. you know, into the lifestyle. Yeah. So. Well, I want to end this with a, a way that we've never ended a podcast before. I want to pray Okay, yeah. for the people struggling with pornography. All right. All right. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today and we thank you um, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you uh, for creating sex. We want to have um, the best sex that we can, and we know that is with our spouse in the marriage bed. So, Father, um, for the man or woman that's struggling with pornography, I pray that they have uh, courage to tell someone. Mm. I pray that you give them um, help in 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 defeating uh, their addiction, their yeah. struggle. Uh, with this thing. God, we ask that you come against, actively come against the pornographers in the world and shut them down. Uh, Because God, we know that it's more than just a sexual sin. Uh, People are being sold into slavery um, for other people's gratification. Mm. And so God, we come against them. We pray that you defeat um, them and uh, by your grace uh, we know that all things are healed yep. and so Father uh, we thank you for that and we just want to um, do better Amen Amen. We love you guys We'll see you.